Town Cowboys Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cape Town Cowboys Podcast. I believe this is episode 42, 3? I don't know. Uh, I'm in Korea, but this time I'm not doing it by myself because I listened to the last week's episode and I wanted to um, punch my ears. So I'm here with fellow Cape Town Cowboy, big phony, Bobby Choi. And, uh, yeah, Bobby, what's up, Bobby, uh, you know, Bobby, he's gotten a lot skinnier than I last saw him. Yeah. I've, I've been, um, I went vegan. I know. I know. (laughs) Vegan. Um, why did you go vegan, bro? Um, cause I got the gout. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't be celebrating, but, um, you know, all, all, all the homies back home. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, like, you know, it's because you're fat, motherfucker. You know what I mean? They're, they uh-huh. they just kind of, I mean, I'm sure that's that's part of the reason, yeah, right? Yeah. But um, now that somebody that's not fat has gout, I want to be like, see? Yeah, but I'm 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you got it when you're like 27. <laughs> um, so, uh, what? Ha- okay, so what happened when you first got your, your gout attack? Well, um, it just all it just it was just bad timing for me because I guess this past year for the last year I decided to stop working out. I wasn't eating well. Mm. Uh, I was just drinking a lot and stressed out all the time, eating a lot of McDonald's, and um, I was stressed out because I was working a lot on the the film that I'm working on. Been just like stuck in editing, and then finally my body just gave gave up and so fuck it the doctor said i basically just you know uh it it just intensified it um and just kind of gave up and and so i got got earlier than i should have (laughs) so my kidneys are all screwed up but it's getting better the vegan route is um actually surprisingly easier than i thought and i feel better than i ever have I just don't feel good when I see I will walk past like places I used to eat or when I'm with friends and we're at a barbecue or something. It's just really hard then. But besides that, like um, I'm healthy, so it feels good. No, because like you know, um, I'll see you uh, watching like cooking videos or re- like restaurant videos. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and you have this look. Like you, like like you would be watching porn. It's like you have the well, same facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's my porn now. You know, like I watch these like cooking shows and on Netflix or on YouTube, and yeah, they're cooking meat, cooking all this stuff that I used to eat, and it. But it's exactly like porn. It's like something you watch, but you 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 don't do now. So, well, I, well, you know, so. <laughs> I can well, watch it. Yeah, well, I can salivate yeah. over the meat. I just can't eat it, you know? Who says I can't watch it? That's true. That's true. Um, you know, I, I feel bad because, like, the day I landed, the first thing I wanted to eat was lamb skewers. Yeah. And um, But you were vegan. Yeah. You were on the vegan tip. And, now, and a part of me was like, I, I couldn't go by my... I know where it is, you well, know? Well, you know, but... I haven't, like, I've been vegan for two months now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like anything, like anything else, like quitting smoking and stuff, they tell you don't 
quit cold turkey. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a few pieces that night. Yeah, yeah. But my body just like the next day was, <laughs> man, I, 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 my office was basically the bathroom. I was, I was, I went like ten times that next day. And you only so. ate like. Like, like two, two skewers, skewers. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Uh, so, um, this is my what almost start of my. It's been two weeks, exactly since I've oh, been. Oh, really? In Korea. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's and, Sunday. Um, yeah, um, came in on a Sunday. I remember that. It's been a little bit of a. Uh, like I, I, I'm still obviously I'm still not fully like adjusted to yeah. to the thing. Um, you know, I, before I've got I got here, mm-hmm. like the past seven times I've been here, yeah, I probably rode the subway once or twice. I believe it. I right. know how much you hate it. Yeah, yeah. but in the I last, I remember the first the, those I was with you those times too, and it was just like it's so entertaining for me to see you uncomfortable. I'm so you're claustrophobic. Yeah, I'm. Right? So. I'm so claustrophobic. But um, these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I've I've spent about fifteen dollars on public transportation. That's good. You're right? facing your fears <laughs> head on. <laughs> like no, there there are times when it's like too crazy. Like uh-huh. that one time I had to come. Like uh, you know how I was supposed to meet you here, but I was in uh, a uh-huh. and it was like around seven p.m. And I said like, I think I'll be there by eight, and I walked down to the train station. I even paid for uh-huh. the the trip. Yeah, and I. As soon as I saw the train pull in and I saw how packed that train was, I was like, "Fuck that!" Right? And I walked, I walked right back up and I and I and I paid. I that's, cabbed it. That's pretty hardcore because um, that's a long trip down and a long trip up. Yeah. So you wasted a lot of time doing that. Yeah. Um, so it, it must be very, really serious or claustrophobia. Yeah, I mean, you know what it is. I think it's okay if I actually am standing up on the train because no yeah. one's really around me. Like yeah. you know. But when I'm sitting down and you're kind of like almost uh, touching to each yeah, touching each other, yeah. that's when I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah. Like so. And if it's like a ajashi, like yeah. the older ajashi, like you can you can bet he's gonna get in your space. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just and, like. And I'm be sweating. I mean, I'm I'm fat too, so I'm just sweating in general. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, before I, I I left for Korea, I, I made a. Uh, um, I set a goal of walking 10 miles a day. Mm-hmm. And in the last two weeks, I've walked 10 miles, zero days. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, but you've walked a lot, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I've, I've been averaging like uh-huh. five, six miles a day. You that's, know? that's pretty good. Coming from LA, that's even more of a, a feat. Yeah. So. But I actually checked my... Uh, there's, there's a scale in the room that I'm staying in. Uh-huh. I don't know if Kenny did it as a hint or something uh-huh. but like it's there and then uh i checked last week and i checked this week uh-huh. and i uh am down three kilos oh that's that's great actually yeah. that's really good like yeah. the was it a, a human scale <laughs> was it like, no it's a metrics metric scale you yeah have to do the, with the trucks yeah, <laughs> with so the you're, trucks you're talking kilos now uh that's about in pounds we're talking like um, seven six seven pounds mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah that's remarkable you know i don't know you look the same though i know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know one time um back in the days uh when i was uh doing taekwondo 
And then I told my sabonime, sabonime, I lost five pounds, like, you know, like this week. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, when a elephant shits, he loses 20 pounds automatically. <laughs> okay. Right. And I was like, are you saying that I'm an elephant? Like, what the fuck are you saying? Right. He's like, yeah, five pounds don't mean shit, man. And I was like, all right. Depends on what time of day you measured yourself or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. Did you, so, did you weigh yourself after your morning yes, shit? Yes. Okay. But it could have been three pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could have been okay. as whatever six. you say. <laughs> so um oh, man. No, but I I've seen you conscious consciously uh make the effort to walk places, mm-hmm. not take the escalator. Yeah. Um uh which is which is cool, yeah. I like that. I rather yeah. It 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 motivates me too. So I've been checking that Apple meter on your phone, the heart yeah. rate thing yeah. and all that stuff ever since you got here because yeah. cause it, it's pretty accurate because I, I use, I use a, like, uh, I go running a lot and mm-hmm. so I use like the Nike running app and stuff like that and use like GPS to get your, and then I'm, and then I check the Apple thing and it's pretty accurate. So, um, I've been like obsessed with it. I will. I look at it all all the time now to see how far I've gone every day and stuff. So, and um, so because of the 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 gout and the, now that you've become vegan, yeah, you've been running a lot. Yeah, I've been running like a madman. Well, at first I just wanted to ease back into it. Uh-huh. Um, so I was just doing like a uh, like a couple miles a day, and then but I mean I'm I'm like a, this like. When I, once I get into something, I get like really obsessed with it, and I have to push myself as far as I can. So now I'm running like ten miles every time, every other day. Crazy. So, trying to. I, didn't, know, I haven't even walked eight, uh, ten miles so far in one day, <laughs> and you're fucking running it. Well, I and also the, I use that Nike app, mm-hmm. um, on and off, but I'm back on, and like so, uh, it has like. I love reading like all the statistics and stuff. And today I finally hit um, two thousand five hundred k, which is like how many miles is that? I don't know. Anyway, that's a lot. I, so I wanted to like um, um, reward myself today. Um, maybe get like a like eat half a hamburger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to out, I don't want to out you because you know I'm very, I'm very proud, and I don't want to, you know, fuck up your your new health kick. But um, the last time I saw you, mm-hmm. uh, we were uh, we ate some fried chicken. That's right. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we ate some fried yeah, chicken. That's right. Yeah. Um, I was kind of so I already broke that rule. Uh, so you know what today's today's reward will be what I ate the last time I saw you. <laughs> now, I have a question. I mean, because you've been here, what, seven years? Um, I'm coming up on seven years, yeah. So, like, on this running thing, first yeah. of all, apparently the the air pollution here is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then on top of that, like, it rains, it snows. Yeah. Uh, do you still run outside when it's snowing? Yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, it, today was pretty freezing, and I still went out, so it's only going to get colder, you know? And so I run in the winter as well, but I just kind of layer up more. I, I have my winter running clothes, too, and then if it's icy, I'll I'll usually skip it. 
But for the most part, uh, no, I keep at it. I'm a, well, there's, um, yeah, there are people that when I tell them that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, the reason why I'm not like fully like running or whatever is because Mm -hmm. I think I've had gout for so long and I hope that you don't get to this point where, um, it almost feels like arthritic. Okay. You know what I mean? Where, where the. Where apparently your joints, your joints have are... been have been damaged enough uh-huh. that um, things hurt, uh-huh. you know what I mean, and hence that's why I'm trying to walk to slowly ease my way into health healthiness. Yeah. I guess you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. um, damn, we're we're just talking about fucking. <laughs> we're getting old. Yeah, that's we're getting, like all the young listeners, like what the fuck are these? I just she's talking about, bro. Well, I didn't know. Like I never took growing older seriously. Until I hit about 38. Mm-hmm. And then I started to realize my body's not functioning as well as it used to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get, like, a little scratch or a paper cut. Uh-huh. And it used to, what, it heals in a day or two? Yeah. Now it, like, takes a week or two. <laughs> it's just, like, it's scary. And so, um, yeah, so I try to just take care of myself better in every way possible. Like, even, like, try not to eat olive oil or like i'll just cut out everything that is just like extra throughout all the butter and the fridge all that stuff so So you're not so you don't even use oil i used to but now i'm conscious like if there's oil in the recipe Mm -hmm. uh and if i absolutely need it i'll just put like maybe half of what they say to put in wow or um or i won't put it in at all if i can just get away without it so i don't know um yeah, and, and so I know it's working because I just feel better all mm-hmm. the time. Like uh, everything's clear, and um, I I actually feel better. I feel better, uh, like I'm young again. Mm. So, or even better than that. So the diet, you know, plant based, it sounds awful, um, and it is, <laughs> but <laughs> it's kinda, but it's it, the benefits are are, are you know. That's obvious. Yeah, man, it's for your health. You're not doing it for religious yeah. purposes or because you 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 find animal life yeah. sacred or whatever, right? And I, the the one thing that, and you know this, is I have like uh, like this. Um, I don't like looking younger than I am. Mm. Um, I have a real like kind of phobia about that, but I look even younger now. That's really really sucks. But it also tells me that, you know, it's working. I don't know. So, you know, I... you look younger now than when I first met you, when you were, when you were fat, well, oh, not yeah. fat, but like mm-hmm. you were big, Chubbier. you were, you were definitely bigger than you yeah. are now. And it... it's also this damn haircut. I just got. <laughs> Our friend Sean, um, the other night was like, you know, who you look like, you look like simple Jack <laughs> <laughs> from dropping. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I was like, what the? He's like, no, but I don't mean that in a bad way. How can you not, like, how can you mean that in a good way? In any good sense? How could you, how could, how could, like, how is it not like? Because it's kind of a bowl, bowl cut E type of haircut right now. Um, whatever, whatever it is. I didn't take it as a compliment. <laughs> My yeah, goodness. It's impossible to take it as a compliment, dude. So that was uh, while I was running today. I was thinking about that. It's like shit. I gotta cut my hair again somehow. 
Did you ever think about shaving your head? I I did. I I used to in in uh, high school. Yeah, but that's uh, like thirty years ago. <laughs> you're not far off. I know. Jeez. I know. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. 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 I don't really think about it anymore. Like mm-hmm. I'm past that phase. My brother has been shaving his head for the past thirty years. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. We. We used to do it in high school all the time because we would cut our own hair. We'd all, all like Asian Americans. I feel feel like had um, uh, buzz buzzers at home. Yeah, yeah, hair yeah. buzzers at home, and they cut each other's hair. Or we, I, I cut my own. But then you know that fade was that that was the popular thing. You know, yeah. and so I'd mess up all the time. So I just cut. <laughs> I'd have to cut everything off. But so whenever you saw anyone at school, yeah. Or one any of your Asian friends at school with a with a, with a full buzz cut, yeah. you know that they messed they up. up right? They fucked <laughs> yeah, up, right? So. I um, I couldn't cut my own hair because I got a big head. It was you have really thin hair too. Yeah. Right? Was it like that in high school too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's been thinner thinning. Right now it's uh, yeah, it's pretty thin. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's it's it's. Ever since the K Town Cowboys movie, mm-hmm. it's been worse and worse and worse. It, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not arguing here. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it looks soft though. It looks like a a woman's handbag or or like a nice. <laughs> what? I don't know. Like a, a woman's no, you know handbag. The, like the lining of like a woman's like handbag or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like soft and you know, like a yeah, it's feathery. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, you you know what I'm going through in terms, but the listeners don't. Uh, so uh, I've uh, been here. Oh yeah. On an F four visa. Yeah, which which used to be gold. Yeah. Here, what, what, now it's like losing value. Yeah, which which is weird because so. I mean, I don't want to get into too many specifics about it, but basically, I was born when I was born in the states. My parents were Korean citizens; they were permanent residents in yeah. the U.S. And then, after I was born, about five years later, they became naturalized citizens. Yeah. So, according to Korean law, I am a Korean citizen. As right. well as an American. I'm a dual well, citizen. As soon as you're born, if your parents were right. Korean excuse me, Korean citizens at the time, that, but living in the, you were born in the States, you have dual citizenship. Right. So I have dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and according to Korean law, mm-hmm. if you have dual citizenship mm-hmm. as a male, if you do not renounce your Korean citizenship before the age of 18... Mm-hmm. You cannot renounce your Korean citizenship until mm-hmm. you uh, go to the army. Right. Uh, Danny Cho's not going to the Korean army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, although it would be kind of funny, and we talked about it, like it how, wouldn't be kind of funny. It, it would be funny. <laughs> it would be yeah. fucking hilarious right? <laughs> for you guys, <laughs> but yeah. for me, I'd be like, trust me, I'm rooting for the, the other team. Right yeah. <laughs> 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 but. The saving grace is that, um, you know, Koreans, they have this family registry thing, mm-hmm. and I was not 
uh, registered in the family okay. registry. So, so your basically, name is not in the uh, in the records of the Korean. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the grid for Korea. Okay. Right. Well, so, not. Yeah. So you don't exist. Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't exist. Which, which technically, by apparently by the time I'm 22, mm-hmm. if I don't up, uh, if I don't put my name on the thing, mm-hmm. then I'm not a Korean citizen. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's where I. That's what I've read so far. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is because in order for me to work here, I need to get an alien registration card. Right. So that with that I can set up a bank account or whatever. Yeah. Unfortunately. I cannot set up an alien registration card yet mm-hmm. without extra hurdles that we need to deal with, right. or I need to deal with. Without them, what, you first have to be someone of existence, yes, in order for them to recognize right. you and right. give you an ARC card. Right. Yeah, that's so, a problem. That's that is a problem because yeah. the fear is that they told me that I have to register my birth. Mm-hmm. And then denounce my Korean citizenship, yeah. right? At the same time, sort of, pretty much, right? Okay. Now my fear is that the moment I register my birth, they'll be like, "Gotcha, bitch! Right. You're a Korean citizen. Get your ass to the army." Yeah. Right. That's the hope. That's right. the that's your hope. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My hope is, um, I would like to hear stories of other people going through yeah. it, but I don't need to do that personal research well apparently like five years ago something like that you would have been safe right because uh after the age of 35 yeah you don't have to serve right 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 but apparently they upped it to 40 which doesn't make sense to me like what 40 year old would do anything in the military like no this is what i hear like if you're older and you're just useless Mm -hmm. i guess for them like um, there's clerical jobs, like you could work in an office, mm-hmm. you know, and just like put in info and stuff, yeah. type, type stuff. Yeah. Still doesn't make me feel better <laughs> <laughs> because it's like two and a half years, right? That you right. need to, you need to serve. And can you type in Korean? No. No? No. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like school for you. <laughs> You'll go and like... I didn't come here to learn <laughs> a new language, man. I came here to for opportunities, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, well, so that's that's currently what's going on. Uh-huh. So um, we'll see what happens, okay. you know? Um, well, at least, uh, at least you're aware of it and, you're, you know, they haven't dragged you off yet. Like, we've heard horror stories about people, you know, um, just coming here on vacation. Yeah. And finding out they were registered. Yeah. And, um... They never, yeah, they were actually Korean citizens as well. So they went straight to the army. Like and from so, the airport, right? They, yeah, they stopped they them like, at the airport, right? Yeah, they're trying to go, go back home. Oh. And yeah, they wouldn't let them out. So um, I've never talked to them. I mean, I, I know who they are, like a few of them. Yeah. But I've never really talked to them about their experience. Yeah, we should, you should get them on. That would be. Are they here? Or are they back in the states? No, I'm sure that I think they both. Well, the two guys that the brothers I know yeah. and we know, yeah, they're back in the states. Ah, Shakalhana. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the full story. Yeah, me neither. Guys, so, but, but they I'm, I'm intrigued. I really want to know. Um, but I was like, this motherfucker. One of the brothers mm-hmm. was taking like selfies mm-hmm. in the army. Yeah, and he looked like he was having a fucking fantastic time was it, was it sam yeah it was 
Yeah, well, Sam, Sam, I, I, I feel like Sam's like the kind of guy that'll turn any situation into yeah. and turn it into a positive, like yeah, yeah, uh, good time. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, heard he had a good time too, actually, and I heard he, uh, he, he like made friends with like the higher ups and stuff. They let him surf the internet and stuff. But <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to say that. Yeah, all this yeah. stuff, but <laughs> but that fool can he can I mean he's. He can sell pussy to a hooker. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever that means. <laughs> that means he's a good talker. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, uh, so listeners, um, I don't know if you're at the edge of your seats about my current situation, but uh, that's what's going on with me. Um, what about you, Bobby? Your uh, your movie, fictions and other realities. Yeah, I've been working on this film now for oh geez i guess um the first time i put pen to paper was a little over two years ago um i'm actually surprised we we got a lot done in yeah. two years is pretty pretty good yeah it's actually a right? very quick turnaround well not very but pretty quick but also with that said it's been like the hardest thing i've had to go through you know it's um it's a lot of, a lot of time, effort. We sp- spend a lot of money as well, mm-hmm. and so um, it's been just really rough. And that's what the brought on the gout and all that stuff. Yeah, bad health. I have other health issues too now. So, um, but I'm hoping it's all worth it. You know, we're almost done. I'm like um, really close to the finish line. So, uh, yeah. I'll let you guys know when it's ready to watch or where to watch it. How are you feeling about it so far? Um, I'm I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. I think we we have we have something worth showing to people, and so, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I can't really say much more beyond that because, um, I've watched this film so many times that I'm just kind of like over over it. I just want to get it over over so I can move on and do the next thing. Um, but um, because of the the scale of this thing and the amount, the budget and all that, we have to really just needs to take long, right? You know, right? And so anything that takes longer than two years, you know, it's eventually going to just get under your skin. So would you, um, after this experience, would you be willing to do another movie? Like in terms of writing it and all production all the way through. I you know what I would because I know I would know what I'm up against. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was basically in the dark this this whole time, mm-hmm. and so uh, I had a lot of fears. I had a lot of people that helped me along the way, as well. You know, a lot of people that were involved that you know I leaned on to get me through. But um, if I if I went forward and worked on another movie or another project of this scale, I think. Um, the good thing that comes comes from going through all that is, you know, you're just more informed, and so uh, I think things could be a lot more, you know, um, it it would be easier the second time around, right. you know. Right. So uh, I'm not opposed to it, but I do want to get back to re- uh, recording and uh, some albums and stuff like that. Um, but I, I I'm a w- fully aware though, like we're living in a new day and age, and even albums don't really do what they were originally meant for. So I'm just trying to stay 
relevant just enough where I can get by. Mm. And so if that, that includes new media and continuing, uh, like, fusing my music with film or what, whatever that is, so be it. I think I'm ready for it, so... So I mean, this 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 um your the current movie that that uh, you are uh, about to finish, mm-hmm. it's basically all your it's it's all your music, right? Uh, the movie uh, I have about twenty eight songs in it. Damn. So, it's like a good representation of like Big Phony over the years, and it has songs uh, that I I wrote twenty years ago in it. It has songs I wrote this year in it. So. Um, yeah, it's just my way of kind of, it's like a business card almost. <laughs> it's a know. fucking expensive ass yeah. business card, right? But, um, or, yeah, I just, I knew I needed to do something big, mm-hmm. especially at my age and been doing this. This would be my 13th year doing big phony mm-hmm. full time, but I was doing music since I was um, and like playing open mics and stuff since I was in my teens. So, um, I knew I needed to do, do something big now and just so f- for myself, uh, to say, you know, I tried everything I could because, um, uh, I put out what eight albums, something like that. And none of them have done well. And so, um, most people would think I'm crazy to even go beyond one album or two but i stuck with it and if i didn't do something bigger like this i think i I would only you know uh, let myself down Um, i mean you know i i think both you and i know that that it's it's not for lack of skill or lack of artistry that things get big or not you know what i mean you you know what i mean like it's a lot of things it's support it's hmm. um luck yeah it's um you know just being yeah right being in in the right place at the right time uh people you know like uh, that kind of stuff i wish that wasn't the case you know making cover tracks (laughs) yeah like cover stuff like uh, that's like a sensitive issue for me like i just i don't i don't like doing covers personally Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of people like doing uh use covers to you know excel and, and get further um i I'm, i don't know i just have this whole like thing on covers like don't do it unless you you know are doing it in tribute to the artist you know right because you love them or you know um but don't i i, I get sensitive with this issue because i don't like people using other people's art yeah to get ahead you know and so but i but some on the other end, people would argue, you know, but they're also bringing light to that artist's work. You know, like if someone does a cover on YouTube, um, the artist's song they're covering, that artist actually gets paid. Right. You know, so that's... Oh, do they? Uh, well, they're on supposed YouTube? to be, you okay. know. So, like, all that stuff is supposed to work out that way. So, um, but, you know, like... With that said, you know, there's a lot of YouTube artists that just, like, do cover after cover after cover, and they even ask the, their audience, what should I cover next? That kind of stuff is, for me, like, personally, I, I, I'm i not uh, down with that, but 
and I get it, you know, the millennials and stuff, they, this is what, um, the, this was the hand they were dealt, and yeah. so that's what they're living with. But it's all, I, I personally think if they want to grow beyond that, it's also something that they're going to have to dig themselves out of. Mm. You know, because if they are known as uh, artists that play other people's songs, that's going to stick with them longer than they want, you know. Right. So once they start putting out their own material and stuff, it's going to be harder for them. I personally think think so, you know. I so, mean, we, we, we know people that that during their live shows, people people start shout, like requesting them to sing a cover as opposed to their own music. I've I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Maybe they like that. I I, I personally don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, if someone yelled out to me to sing someone else's song, then you know it's just like the point is lost. You know, like for me, uh, it's just like backwards for me. You know, but you know, like if someone that I respect, like you know, like passes away, right, and they're on my mind. And their music is on my mind, and if I have a show that night or a week, uh, and I want to pay tribute to that artist and sing one of their songs that means a lot to me, right? Um, just to keep that energy at that time, like going, you know, that we're our thoughts are with that artist. Mm -hmm. I think that's a the most appropriate time to do a cover uh, and to shed light on the artist you love. Um, but yeah, I mean, but if you're using it for your own personal gain, I would say, you know, step back, take a look at what you're doing, and then really ask yourself, uh, is this the right thing? Is this the right thing for me? Is it for for the people, um, my audience? You know, it's it's really uh, a sensitive issue for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. You know what's funny is that like comedians can't do joke covers. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Because that's called stealing, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. You know what uh -huh. I mean? That'd be kind of interesting uh -huh. if I could figure out a way to <laughs> sample jokes, right? Right. You know what I mean? And it'd be like, yeah, I mean, goonie goo goo. Well, musicians and comedians, I feel like, have very a lot of parallels yeah. and stuff. But right. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like playing covers and singing covers for musicians, mm -hmm. you know, it's like school. You know, like you go, you're you're just kind of finding yourself, you're, you know? You're finding out what you like and, and you're studying. Right. Um, this person wrote a great song. I'm mm -hmm. going to study this song and listen to it and learn how I and learn from it, you know, uh, whether it be in private or in public. That's up to the artist. But um, eventually you have to, you know, leave the books behind yeah. and just make your own path as an artist. And so and with comedians, I feel like, you know, it's the same Thing, like you study comedy right like, constantly it's like never ending and a lot of people don't understand that you know like when they see a comic on stage like those jokes that they're hearing um from the from the ground up it has has morphed and turned into uh like when when you first tried it out it yeah, was yeah probably really really bad right right know? But there was like a glint of hope of in it, so you kept with it, you mm -hmm. know. And so, I think everything is just timing and just the way how it's just all responsibility and choices, you know. So I don't know. I know it's getting really 
deep and stuff but it's good no no i want i want I, you know the thing is i like i feel like well, it's not necessarily our duty but i think consumers commoners that aren't in in the arts like you know they just they they just consume without knowing you know what i mean yeah. like 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 i don't want to say ethics but you know what i mean like and i feel like every now and again if, if somebody told them hey mm-hmm. it's kind of not cool you know what I mean? Yeah. I, maybe, maybe it's 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 it's. Not, I don't want to say it's helping us out, but at least it's it's going. Um, all right, now those people, some of them will, some mm-hmm. of the consumers will be like, all right. Yeah, I see what they're saying, you know, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, they're not gonna obviously start hating these people, but they'll be like, all right, you know what? There's there's a they'll they'll respect it less, and they'll respect, you know, I hate to say it, true artists, you yeah. know, so. I'm I'm kind of in a quant like a, like kind of in a weird space right now is because in Korea like there's a bit of a the concept of nesung. Nesung, what does that mean? Like like you know girls are even if they're down to party, even if they're down to drink with you or whatever, mm-hmm. they're not gonna say okay right away. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You have, to, yeah. you have to push a little bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know but, all about this. But but from where, from where I'm from. If you push more than once, it's kind of harassment. Oh yeah, not sexual, mm-hmm. but it's harassment. Oh right, right. there's right. that's right. the word nesun. Yeah. Um. Someone. Yeah. Like. Um. Apparently, whoever you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Korea, mm-hmm. for like at a club or a bar or something. Yeah. They automatically. We'll say no. Yes. That apparently that's the rule amongst mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. That's nesung. Yeah. Okay. And so, but the second time could go exactly the opposite way. Right. You just have to try. You have to be a little bit more persistent. Yeah. And so that just is telling them that you care. Right. Right. But yeah, and if back home, it's maybe sexual. It won't it's, fly. it's not necessarily sexual harassment, but it's harassment. Right. It's right. Like, so I gotta be a little harassy. Okay. Wait. All right. Right. Go, go in on. Korea, uh-huh. to try to pick up on women. Maybe right? there's a different word. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, persistent. Right. You know. Right. Persistence. Yeah. Like, uh, but uh, harassy is funnier. Uh-huh. Right. But um. But the other part is the fact that, given the way I look, uh-huh. my body shape, maybe a no is a real no. Here, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> now that I have another extra layer to figure out. You know what well, I mean? Maybe maybe the second time they say no. Yeah, you all right. Just, fair enough. You know. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's something that uh I have to kind of figure out culturally because I'm new to it. I'm mm-hmm. fairly new to it. I mean I come here once a year, but it's, it's you know, it's just to fuck around, well, you know? You're thirty five now? Yeah. 30, I moved here when I was thirty four. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my life mm-hmm. like I Back back home in the states, I never hit on girls. I never went up to a girl, mm-hmm. asked her if I could buy her a drink or say hello. Yeah, you know, just because I'm just a shy guy and I have no confidence. I have no self confidence. Like mm-hmm. I just can't. Um, and so when I when I came here, it was the first time that um, women uh, were buying me drinks. It was weird. And then, but I, I was trying to figure out what it was. I thought someone was just screwing with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
slowly I, I began to realize, you know, it's just an even playing field mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. Um, in, in, a, in a sense. Right. Because, you know, for the first time in my life, I felt like normal almost mm-hmm. because I f- felt like I looked like everyone else. And, you know, we were all like kind of the same height and we, we look all this we all looked uh similar <laughs> and so I, I i thought maybe you know maybe i might have a, a chance right and uh if i saw a girl that i liked or, or I, I thought she was pretty I, I tried it a few times and i went up and i had more confidence and yeah i was able to buy a girl i thought was interesting to drink mm-hmm. for the first time in my life mm-hmm. and so i gained a certain kind of confidence but as soon as I go back home, it just it turned into <laughs> I turn back into the old Bobby. But I think that's par- part of the reason why it's kind of sad if you think about it. But I feel more comfortable in Korea for that reason. Um, it, it's sad because it's less diverse here. Right. I miss the diversity. Hmm. Like I, I almost you know. But I feel lucky that I get to go back and forth as much as I do. But I'm just, I, I have a lot of issues that I. I grew up with that I'm still dealing with yeah. at 40. So growing up in New York and in Manhattan and, and where there weren't a lot of kids to begin with and right. just growing up as a minority in New York in the seventies, eighties was, it was not fun for me. Yeah. Like, and I've always had issues with that. So, um, yeah, I hope people don't think I'm a sellout for just moving out here and, you know, because I felt more comfortable here and I just didn't stick it out. But at a certain age, you know, yeah. for me to just not have dealt with it right. and just kind of accepted being not confident in the States, I feel like I'm glad I came out here. You know, I have a different sense of self-worth. I've never had a female buy me a drink unless I know who they are. Not strangers. Well, you just got here. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. but. Just in, in, in my lifetime. Well, the only people that would buy me drinks are people that know me and be like, Oh my god, I'm here drinking. <laughs> um, so let's 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 slowly wrap up. I have uh let's let's there's a handful of emails. Thank you guys for emailing. Uh um some actually have said that the last episode, Bobby, I don't know if you know what I, I did it solo by myself. Oh, that sounds miserable. It was it was rough. <laughs> but some people were were, were um where how do you say uh encouraging no well yeah. I, bill burr does it on his own right, right? but but yeah. I, I in the last podcast i was like but it's because bill burr is great and i'm i was about to yeah that's yeah where I was going. yeah bill burr is great <laughs> and i moved to korea for a reason <laughs> right uh so let's read one. Oh, this is from the homie paul so paul uh he was a fan of the Effort podcast and the K Town Cowboys podcast, and he actually came to the Effort podcast recording session once mm-hmm. and brought us all sandals. Se- okay. Like like flip flops, right? And random. Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, I still wear those flip flops. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. And apparently <laughs> that he uh, he uh, he saw me in Korea. Mm-hmm. And we took a picture, but I completely don't remember that. So I feel like recently, I like uh, not 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 this uh, this trip, but like a previous trip. Okay. Uh, uh, so Paul says, "Good luck." That wasn't a good email, really. Um, 
That's the end of the email. Yeah, he was like, he was like, oh, cool that you're wearing the thing, blah 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 blah. That's nice, man. Yeah, that's nice of him, though. Yeah, thank you, brother. Um, so this one uh, guy, uh, Peter, he he has a suggestion about our podcast, right? I mean, this is the first time us doing this right Uh now, but I was like, what do you guys think we should do with the Cape Town Cowboys podcast? What Mm -hmm. what should we do? He goes. One suggestion for the podcast outside of the obvious Skyping in or somehow running a two-way audio between Pedro, Shane, me, and you uh-huh. uh, would be possibly having to do a podcast in Korea uh-huh. and then uh, and then Shane and Pedro will have to respond to our podcast so for the next episode. They so, would make a commentary? So so we're, the... we're basically going back and forth. One episode, so let's say we do do all the evens, they do all the odds. Oh, so they would respond to right. the same topics right. and whatnot? Right. Okay. That right. would mean we would have to listen to their... Yes. So that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's like doing homework. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't grow up to, um, to go backwards. <laughs> um so one of the one of the things uh comments we had the last episode in LA was that um and he 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 brought it up too was if we were casting directors but you don't watch Game of Thrones correct No I've never oh, okay, seen okay, it okay, yeah Okay okay never mind so yeah. so we had a, we had a game of if we were casting directors who would we cast in Game of Thrones Oh okay right and so we all named famous celebrities unfortunately me, Peter, and Shane did not mention any Asians, uh-huh. and so one guy was like, "Dude, that's sad that you didn't name any Asians." That is, that's right? a little sad. Yeah. The actors or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I said, "All right, guys, you know what? You're right." And so, who would you cast in Game of Thrones that were Asian, right? Uh-huh. Now, Peter, he did not give us full Asians. Uh-huh. He gave us some halfies, some some daywalkers. Uh-huh. Chloe Bennett. You know who she is? She's in uh, Agents of the Shield. She's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kristen Crook. Yeah, Kristen Crook. And Lindsay Price. So all, you're, so all you want are... So Peter is just down with hoppers. That's what it okay. is. But not full bloods. Uh, uh, are there any... I, I don't know. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but are there any gnomes in that program? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. So nothing for you. No, no, nothing. <laughs> I, I, Dude... You think that will hurt me? I will be like, bro. Actually, there's one dwarf, but it's Peter Dinklage. Oh, oh, I, yeah, okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. But aside from that, they're all, you know, kind of Europe. I mean, it's based kind of off of like well, European we know, history. Apparently, we know um, the Asian Jon Snow. Yes. Right? He, he lives here in Seoul. Yes. And um, I've seen pictures side by side. It's pretty remarkable. And the dire wolf, yeah. a.k.a. the, the Tubu. You know, you're speaking uh, Chinese to me. Right? Uh, yeah, go to Karosugu. You'll see. You'll hear more of it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that's it for this episode of Cape Town Cowboys podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have any more questions for me or Bobby or Shane or Pedro, email us at ktowncowboys at gmail dot com. And if you haven't, what the fuck's wrong with you? Please watch our movie. It's available on iTunes. Amazon, YouTube, uh, as well as um, like the Comcast and all the cable providers on pay-per-view. So check it out. And Bobby, uh, anything you want to plug? No, I think I better get you like a Kleenex or something. Wipe the sweat off your brow. It's fucking hot in here, man. <laughs> all right, man. Later.